Sometimes moving to a new city or state can be scary, but we aren't alone. Hey, I'm Bethany B, and this is episode 34 of Welcome to the Wiregrass. I have a Boyd as my guest today. Hi, Boyd. Hey, Bethany. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. You brought the rain with you today. I did. Lots of it. Lots <laughs> yes, of it. <laughs> Lots of it. <laughs> a little dry. We needed it. Yep. Um. So you are the owner for the plant, right? That's correct. And for DSI Security. That is correct. So we're going to talk about that in a few minutes, but I want to get to know you a little bit more okay. so that way everyone else can know you as well. So I always start off my interviews asking about the 411. So tell me a little bit about yourself. Okay, yeah. Um, born and raised in Dothan. Uh, graduated from Houston Academy. Went on to the University of Alabama. And I've uh, been back about 20 years now working in our family business, DSI, and as well as the plant. And have a wife and three kids and so two dogs. Keep us busy. So, real busy. Are you an Alabama fan? Then, I'm an Alabama fan. Roll Tide. Yeah, Roll Tide. Yeah, yeah. You have to be one or the other in the state of Alabama. That's what I was like when I was interviewing. That was one of the things where like you have to pick one team. Took me like a few months, but I settled on Alabama. There, there you go. Smart lady. Yeah. Smart lady. <laughs> and everyone was telling me like how to say Roll Tide because uh-huh. I pronounce the L's, but you don't really do you that here. You have to drag it out and yeah. roll. Yeah, Road like, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's so proud of me when I say it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, is your wife from Dothan? My wife is from Chattanooga, uh, oh, okay. Lookout Mountain. Uh, we uh, both went to the University of Alabama, and uh, we met in Birmingham after the fact. So I've uh, been married 15 years in May. So it's a uh, long time. It is. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I'm only 17. So. <laughs> uh, Two years old. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, she's from Chattanooga, and uh, she works in development here with a uh, private school. In oh, town. very so, cool. So you brought her to your yeah, hometown. Yeah, I had to bring her to the uh, to the Circle City, even though the Clarks that started the Circle are not the same Clarks, but oh. we told her that to get her to Dothan. And it worked. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, and now <laughs> she can't years leave. years later. She can't leave. Yeah, she's stuck. Uh, so we just mentioned this, but you're the owner of DSI Security and the plant. Tell me about both of these businesses. Okay. Yeah, so uh, DSI, we've been in the uh, security business for 51 years this year. My grandfather started it uh, in 1969. So uh, my brother and I are the third generation uh, in, in as far as family management and ownership of, of, the, of the company. Uh, we're in the man guarding business, security officers, rent-a-cops, whatever you want to call them. That's our lar- l- the largest portion of our business. We also do electronics and integrated solutions everything from home alarms to gates to fencing access systems a little bit of everything uh, on the dsi side and then the plant uh going in our third year uh with the music venue um didn't really know what we were getting into uh it's been great so far um but it's uh it's definitely a work in progress so has it only been around for three years then you guys created it and everything yes so um we bought the property in may of 2017 um real fast and there's a little story involved with it so the reason uh we're in the security business obviously and so we do a lot of festivals sand jam gulf coast jam a lot a lot of stuff throughout the southeast and up the east coast as far as music and things like that and we were actually doing doing a uh, concert. The Avett brothers were playing in Panama City uh, for an Unwind event, which is the TDC puts on down there every every spring. It's actually coming up. And um, my, my father and another group of, of Dothanites were riding in a van leaving the, the, the small amphitheater at Pier Park. And 
my dad said, hey, we need to do this in Dothan. We need to do this in Dothan. And my sister said, dad, if you do it, we need to do it in downtown. Three weeks later, we owned um, almost an entire city block in downtown Dothan. Uh-huh. It happened fast. Well, and uh, it's doing really well, too. <laughs> it is. It is. Well, people, we realized that people wanted something to do. Um, you know, we're clo- You know, we're a couple hours from Birmingham, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Panama City, Tallahassee. But there's a lot of people in Dothan that that don't go to the beach and don't go to the lake on the weekends that want something to do and don't want to go sit in a, in a smoky, you know, enclosed place or whatever it may be. And so we have an option for them. Uh, we do all different types of stuff. We have a Mardi Gras event do national touring acts to, you know, you know, weddings and just a little bit of everything. But the music scene is kind of really what's taken off. And it's an outdoor venue, right? Cur- currently we're outdoor. Okay. So we, uh, we're in the middle of, of demoing the inside of the building, tearing out, you know, getting it back to the original shell under the original building and uh, build it out from that point. But currently what we have is outside. Uh, we've done a couple events inside. Uh, we finally got our fire compression system up and, and things like that. So uh, we are steadily moving forward with the inside of the building. So the, the building's about 50,000 feet That's that we're not doing anything with currently. And uh, we have some plans and some, some different things uh, That'll be happening real soon. And so. what's the Mardi Gras event that's happening? Because obviously that is coming up yeah, very yeah. quickly. So, so the uh, the crew of Klaus, is, um, uh, there's obviously a couple of different Mardi Gras groups in town now, but the parade is on February 22nd. And there is an after, there's an after, we're having an after party at the plant with the K-Jams, uh, which is a, a Dothan favorite band that's been around for 20 some odd years. I've probably. heard of their name yeah, quite yeah. a bit. <laughs> they don't play a lot anymore, but they play a couple times a year. And uh, uh, fortunately, we're going to have them the 22nd uh, at the plant start around five o'clock as soon as the parade ends downtown and how much are tickets to get in uh tickets are ten dollars oh it's not bad uh and then they're 15 at the door cool. yeah um and, and all of our events have different you know ticketing is is different different costs depending on what what type of event it is some some events we have you know general admission some events we have general admission in, in a vip area so it all depends on the artist promoter you know what happens and, and the cost of the show and what are some of the um, events that you've had, like artists that you've had okay. before at the plant? Yeah, so we've had uh, Corey Smith a couple times. We've had Cody Jinks a couple times, Riley Green. We've had um, Driving and Crying. We've had John Popper from Blues Traveler. We've had um, kind Did of you a, have Theory of a Dead Man? We had Theory of a I've Dead Man. I've met them yeah, before. Okay, They're yeah, really yeah, cool. They were here recently, actually. Yeah. Uh, Theory of a Dead Man, In This Moment. They're cool too. I yeah, like them. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the rock stuff is kind of new to me. Um, so I'm learning the rock stuff, but apparently there was a lot of people in Dothan that wanted to see Who rock. Knew? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, there, there's a there used, Dothan you, apparently used to have a pretty big rock scene um, with with a lot of big touring stuff coming in, and that's kind of died down. But we're trying to bring it back. So. I learned a lot about rock at my old job uh-huh. because we were like heavy rock, and I'm. I'm not like a, a rock person. Right, right. I know, believe it or not, by more of like obviously pop music, right, but right. I had to go to like all these different concerts. That's how I learned about like Theory of a Dead Man and this moment, all of them, like, which is great learning because there's so many different genres of music. And even if it's rock, there's different genres within rock about uh, it. I didn't know that either. There, yeah, you rock, there's a whole, a lot of classifications when it falls. Mm-hmm. You, you can say rock and then you've got all different kind of sub mm-hmm. subgroups under there, but um, it's different. I mean, we've, we've, 
brought some interesting characters to downtown Dothan uh, in the last uh, two and a half years as far as artists. And um, we've, there's a guy to Tennessee, Upchurch. Uh, he's like a rapping cowboy. It's apparently got a, a large following. So it's kind of all over the board. We're not mm-hmm. we're not genre specific at all. We want to be something for everybody. We want to you know provide good quality entertainment for everybody and anybody. So since the plant is still fairly new, how do you go about booking artists? How do they know about it? Like, how does that happen? Yeah. So um, we started out. One promoter reached out to us once. Uh, there was an article in the Dothan Eagle back in 2017. Somebody read it, reached out, outside promoter out of Birmingham. And um, since that point, that's Steve Hall. And from that point on, we've we've had promoters calling us from all over the country trying to put shows in here. So Dothan is definitely on the map now. Cool. So we have uh, four or five different promoters that, that, that work our venue. We do some stuff in-house, but for the most part, it's outside promoters. Is summer your busiest time, or is it more fall when it cools down a little bit? Well, a little bit of both. It kind of it kind of depends on the touring acts. Uh, spring and fall have been uh, over the last two years have been his, historically the best. You know, as far the weather's a lot better. It's not as hot. You don't have as many vacations, beaches, and things like that. So yeah, spring and fall are definitely um, the you know majority of our shows are happening in the spring and fall which normally like up north it'd be summer is the busiest time yeah but it doesn't get 100 no. up there yeah <laughs> no, you know it it's not 100 and then 110 heat index and you know and that hot asphalt we have out there so it, you know i mean we still do summer shows but for the most part they'll they'll go uh, march april may and then pick back up in the fall that's so cool i've never met someone who owns a concert venue because i love going to concerts yeah. and i think i just saw this study that the more concerts you go to the more like happier you are i saw that article last yeah, year and i New love it it's yeah. so true no, it's, it's cool i mean i think music in, in general is a has a healing effect on people well, no matter if you're if you're in a good mood or a bad mood mm-hmm. no matter what you're going through in life music can can touch you and can take you to another place or help you forget life's troubles for a few minutes or whatever it may be so music brings people together uh, uh we're, we're big fans of music last year i was in michigan and i saw kelly clarkson but earlier in the day i was having like the worst day ever mm-hmm. and but like i already had tickets to kelly clarkson I'm like do i cancel do i not go. i'm like it's kelly clarkson yeah. i have to go right so i went and you just forget everything that happens during that day because she literally like the artists speak to you yep. and they're going through things too when it, I mean, it doesn't seem like they are because they're rich and famous but they have their own problems so it's just so cool to like hear her and see her and just take your mind off of things and it takes you to like another world. Well, yeah, no doubt. And I was reading something that's funny you say that I was reading something in the last couple of days about John Mayer. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I was not a big fan of John Mayer until he started playing with uh, with the uh, with Dead and Company and uh, two or three years ago. And I've gone I've seen him in California. I've seen him in Colorado a couple of times, but uh, in the last couple of years. But he brings an entire new new light to the old, those old Grateful Dead tunes mm-hmm. and uh, the back to my point the, I read an, the article I said was he was dating uh, I think it was Jessica Simpson or somebody yeah, at one I just point saw that too. did you really <laughs> and he, they were talking about you know the breakup is, is providing a lot of content for his songwriting mm-hmm. so to your point, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, they're they're truly talking stories of their lives that uh, we and, relate, to. And, and we can relate yeah. to them. And we don't even know the person. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're sitting on a stage or whatever it may be, or over a radio or through a computer, but they're they're all dealing with the same things that, that we deal. That's why music's cool to me. Well, that's why I love Taylor Swift. So I grew up listening to Taylor Swift. She's only a few years older than me. It's so like whenever I went through a heartbreak or had a bad day at school, she 
would sing songs about that. And I was like, I love her. It's like whenever her new albums would come out, I'd listen to it on repeat and my roommates in college hated it. So they're like, oh, you're going to listen to the same song again. I'm like, I love it. Well, you can relate to it. And that's huge. I mean, that's (laughs) that's in in life. I mean, if we can relate to something, I I think it it hits home and, and, and makes a place in our heart for sure. So when you buck acts, do you go to all the concerts too? Um, I used to. I don't anymore. We have uh, a wonderful staff at the plant that are able to handle everything and anything that comes up. We, my brother and I and my father still go to majority of the shows. We travel a lot for our other job as well. So um, we have a very, very competent staff that can handle it. So we go to what we want to. Do you get to meet the artists too? We do get to meet the That's artists. That's a perk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> my, my kids really enjoy it. Uh, they're big fans of these uh, up-and-coming country folks that we have. So... Uh, my girls love to go down there before the shows and get photos and things like that. So, do your kids ever tell you like, "Dad, we got to get this artist"? And do you try and get that artist? For they, them? Um, yeah, the last one they said was Billie Eilish. So I don't, oh. I'm not sure that that's going to work. <laughs> no, uh, she just won a whole bunch of Grammys. I, I think she's a little outside of our uh, yeah. out of, of our, of, our uh, of our reach. But yes, yeah, so they do. They're big Drake White fans, mm-hmm. and uh, we had Drake uh, back in the fall, and uh, Drake brought eight or ten of the little girls that my friend my daughter brought and had them on sit on the stage Aww. during the show so that made their that made their entire year they'll remember that oh, forever forever. Yeah, forever not a, not a song he played or anything else but the fact that, that they moment. got to sit up there on the stage while he played four or five songs so and that's when a lot of people are like that artist is my hero because of that like particular memory well it it it, it humanizes or whatever the word is it mm-hmm. brings them down to instead of having them on this pedestal it's like these are real people you know they have kids at home or they have a spouse whatever it may be you know they're not just standing on a stage and and uh untouchable these people have feelings as well so it kind of kind of brings it back in i love when artists go out to the audience as well michael franti mm-hmm. i think i'm pronouncing his name correct but we had like spearhead spearhead there you we go. saw <laughs> his um concert back in michigan and it was an outdoor venue mm-hmm. too and he like goes out into the audience barefoot like he, he doesn't, doesn't wear shoes, shoes. Yeah. nope yeah and it was so cool and he actually like invited me up on stage i was like oh my goodness i love you and i'll always remember right. that and I didn't really listen to his stuff before. It was just like the one song that was like a huge right. hit. But he sells out all the time. He is uh, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And he's real, real chill. I mean, I mean he's, he's kind of known for not wearing his shoes yeah. and for getting out in the crowd. And <laughs> big yoga guy, big meditation mm-hmm. guy. But he, uh, I love his music as well. Who is your favorite artist, if you can pick one, that's come to the plant so far? Um, Cody Jinks. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the uh, outlaw country and uh, Texas red dirt country. And uh, Jinx is he sold it out twice. We've had him twice, and he sold it out twice. So uh, he's he's probably my favorite. Are there any memorable moments that you have with any of the artists? Like a story that you have with them from the plant? Um, that I can share? Yeah, that you can know. share. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to think about that one for a second. Um, you know the late night the late nights on on the buses you you really get to, which you know here and there the Corey Smiths up churches the the Cody Jinx of the world they're really really good folks and you know just to hang out with them after a show or before whatever and and realize that they're people as well just like it's us. cool yeah I mean they're just I mean you know I didn't realize this but Corey wears glasses all the time because he's got a he's got a fake eye one of his really? eyes is fake so I didn't know that till we're sitting there at three o'clock in the morning on his bus sharing a, a beverage and he. He's going and he still had his glasses on and that's when he explained that he had a fake eye or whatever it was so just little things but i don't know let me think on that for a second okay we'll come back all to right, it. All right. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about the plant and now the security is it 
Because they're two completely different things. That's correct. Is that weird going from one to the other or kind you're of, just used to it now? Yeah, I mean, they kind of, it, it's all about dealing with people, whether you're dealing with an artist or an artist agent or a promoter or whatever it is. And same as when we're dealing with security officers or, I mean, you want to treat people just like you want to be treated. So, um, yeah, it's nice it's dealing with people. I mean, it's a totally two separate entities, but with, without, uh, without the security business, there wouldn't be a, a plant. So um, they kind of work hand in hand. We actually have your security here with like our secu- security cameras at our work, which came in handy one day. I was telling Boyd this story, how we had ghosts. I think they're ghosts. Mm-hmm. Some people are going to tell us <laughs> otherwise. And we had to check the security because me and DC and then our other coworker, Anita, we're just like running through the hallways. There's no audio, but you can like see us literally scared out of our minds. So mm-hmm. we wanted to like make sense of all of it. We didn't see any ghosts, but... Not in the security, anyway. Right now, yeah, well, we yeah. felt stuff that yeah, day. Yeah, though. yeah, you knew there was something in here over here, huh? That's funny. So now you deal with that <laughs> yeah. too. And thank you ghost for the business. Stories. Yeah, we're, we're we're also Ghostbusters. Um, we do that on the side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's your third job. Yeah, third job, man. I need another one. And so running the business is running your family, right? Because you said your dad owned the security. Company my grandfather first. started it, yes, and my, my mom and dad today uh, are, are the owners, and then my brother and, and myself for third generation. So working with family um, can be interesting. Yeah, do you uh, like working with family? Well, I, you probably can't say no, but no, no. I mean, I, there's days that I hate it. Uh, yeah. Be honest with you. I mean, days I want to crawl in a hole or jump off a cliff or whatever it may be. But yeah, for the most part, we have. Um, seven old houses in our little compound for for dsi so we're all in separate buildings my dad and i are in the same building but we all travel so much that it's kind of we don't we're not on top of each other like if we were at a tire store or something like that we're, we're literally working on top of each other so and you guys okay. don't live with each other which we don't helps. we don't live with each other we all lived in the same neighborhood until about three months ago and my wife oh, and our <laughs> kids moved this side of town but yeah we're all we're all real tight close when family. you were younger did you think that one day you'd be out to run dsi i i did you know i've always wanted to you know i mean it's, it's always intrigued me because it's so i mean you, you we don't ever deal with the same situation twice uh i mean i i can walk out of a poultry op, uh, chicken plant and mm-hmm. i can walk into the president or ceo of a bank's office so i mean it's all over the board and i can set my schedule for a month but that in in one hour that's going to change because we deal with people and things happen so yeah i mean to me it's i'm not a desk person i like getting out talking to people and seeing customers and potential customers and telling them who we are and and uh, so yeah I, I enjoy getting out i don't have to sit in a desk too too often do you think your kids will run the business one day keep it in the family my son the little one um so, you know he's three going on four but he's he told me just at lunch he's like daddy i go to work with you today I'm like, oh man not today but he went yeah you know so i, I would imagine but i don't know in 14 I want them to, years he can go to work i want them to be happy that's all i want and that's all my my, my parents ever wanted from my, from us and it was to be happy so and what did you major in college uh, business management oh, oh so that yeah, makes sense. yeah, so, yeah. business course. management but i hadn't i mean really i I'd moved out west and into Montana and lived out there for a year or so and had no intentions on coming back um, at that point in my life. And here I am almost 20 years later. So have your has your wife thought about like working with you and help running the business? She has. uh, She has not mentioned it, but (laughs) that's not an option. How about that? (laughs) It'd be hard to work together. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, she's awesome. But Yeah. yeah, we're not. I mean, everybody needs some sort of a 
Oh yeah, I told my boyfriend, I'm like, I love you, but I don't know if we could ever work because if you work with each other all day long, then you go home. It's a lot. There's no break. <laughs> no. You, know, you know what I mean? And then the next thing you know, you're talking business at home and you know, you need to have that fine line. So. And running two businesses obviously makes you busy. How do you find time for yourself and to spend time with your family? You have to make it. Yeah. Um, a year ago or so, I finally just said, listen, I've got to take time for my family. Stepped a lot away from the plant. Um, with our with our staff they were able to really rise up and and take it to another level so um it's not it's not as bad as it was so uh you just have to make time you know i mean it you know family comes first and our our family believes in you know god and then family and then everything else so uh we we try to live by that far from it but we try to so it's it's interesting it's all about time management just like anything else you know it helps working with your dad and your brother too so you get to see them yeah they do and we, we we all work together you know if somebody needs to go to the plant to meet somebody or somebody you know we all just shoot a text and say somebody go open the gate somebody do this we all we all work together so would you ever own a third company a third business? Um, I don't think I could. <laughs> Would I, I have yeah, the time? <laughs> m- mentally. I don't think mentally I'd be able to handle it. Uh, no, I mean, we have our hands full with, with the, the two entities that we have going on now. So n- never know, but right now never we, got, say we, never. Got, we have our hands full. <laughs> and are you involved with the community any more than obviously running the plant and DSI? Sure. I mean, you know, we're, we're involved. In, I was on the Chamber of Commerce Board of Directors some years back. I was involved with Rotary. I've uh, been, been involved with Wiregrass United Way. I'm on the board of John Jam. So, yeah, we have uh, very pretty involved with the community. Um, so you are busy. Yeah, yeah. All, <laughs> yes, very busy. Well, good thing you make time for your family. That's exactly <laughs> right. They have to. We have to make time for them because time flies. And one last question. This always stumps people. Tell me a fun fact about yourself. you got to give me a second. I, I got to think here. <laughs> uh, fun fact about myself. Um, Any sports you played in high school? Yeah, but they weren't fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We had one guy tell us that he did. He knows how to ride a unicycle. Like that's cool. That is cool. Yeah, I don't have any fun. I mean, I don't play any instruments. I mean, I can barely respond to emails. Um, That's funny. You can't play an instrument, but yet you're in the plant. Yeah, yeah, I love music, but I cannot play an instrument at all. Nobody. I mean, and that's one one thing I want to do with my kids is is you know really really push them towards learning some kind of instrument because i don't and nobody my my parents don't either so the guitar yeah yeah i know yeah a guitar you can play forever you know i mean like taylor swift yeah yeah exactly right (laughs) right write their own music right yeah (laughs) um i don't know i don't i don't know anything fun about fun facts be honest with you the fun days of uh of boyd i guess are kind of over (laughs) all downhill yeah yeah you know i'm 80 years old gonna die you know tomorrow i mean it's pretty fun that you own a concert venue yeah it it, it can be fun a lot of lot of work and hectic yeah it is but it's it's been a cool experience you know uh, just back to that i mean dothan is really 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 uh supported not just dothan yeah 180 150 miles i mean we draw a lot of people out of the panhandle of florida and we've had people come from to shows from austin texas savannah St. Augustine. Um, yeah, the people drove from St. Augustine to Whiskey Myers, which is a show we actually had to cancel because of the weather. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it's it's been it's been good. Have, would you have guessed, like Boyd, who was like five years old? Would you have guessed that you would have owned a concert venue? Never, never, no. never. No, I didn't think I would make it to ten years old, much less <laughs> eighteen, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, whatever it may be. But no, I mean it, nobody did. We it, it's something that just you know 
timing god's timing whatever timing it is it all worked out and it, it happened fast and it's been been very good well, I know Dothan is excited that we have the plan. Of course, DSI for security. Right. Getting rid of those ghosts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got to watch those ghosts. <clears throat> well, that's all I have. Is there anything else you wanted to add? No, no, no. Thanks for the support of the plant for the last, uh, going on three years. And uh, we're doing our best to bring bring uh, good quality entertainment to, to Dothan, Alabama. Keep it coming. We well, like we're, it. We're going to do our best. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me today, Boyd. Thank you, Beth. I appreciate it. There's a new podcast that you need to know all about. There's a brand new podcast called Moms Getting Real in the Wiregrass with Nita and Jeannie. They are two moms living in the Wiregrass area and they are going to tell you exactly like it is. They're not sugarcoating anything. Of course, they will tell you some of the sweet stories of their little ones, but they're going to tell you how hard it is to be a mom as well. On their latest episode, they invite their kids. Got a little chaotic, but hey, that's what motherhood is all about. And they ask their kids what they really think of their moms. These answers are too cute. You definitely have to check it out. You can listen for free at Google Play Store or Apple Podcasts. And of course, at WKMX.com. Tune in next week. I'll be interviewing Scarlett with Southeast Alabama Child Advocacy Center. If you would like to be featured on my podcast, send me an email, bethany at trpdothan.com. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Wiregrass, brought to you by the radio people.